Jesus, I should have like <clears throat> taken a diuretic before you came over because <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from doing it now. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> boy, do I feel unfit next to you. This is this is what leaving New York City does. Like you you get healthy. I always thought that that would be what you want to when you are in New York City is to be healthy, especially as a gay man. You want to be healthy because, you know, so many people are looking at you and staring at you. You want to be, but I I was at my heaviest when I left New York. You were 130 pounds no, when you I, left it. No, I was 180, my friend. Okay, but some of that was muscle. No, not when I left. Really? Not when I left. Are you ab- are you absolutely sure? I'm 100% positive. So here's this there's actually a somewhat embarrassing sex story that leads into this. Okay, we're not going to do that so just we're gonna hold, yet. We're going to hold. We're but... holding on the sex. <laughs> just hold on the sex. I know yep. we're gay. We get to it right away. I mean, why beat around the bush? You know, yeah. like enough enough frivolity. Right. Let's <laughs> You know what? Let's just do that and then we're going to end the podcast. This is going to be a 6-minute podcast everybody. This is going to be the quickest one ever. Sounds a lot like my dating life. <laughs> In my 20s. I mean, I, you know, I'm not early 30s, but like in my 20s. Um, all right. Ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between, thanks for tuning in to episode 39 of Oh, Oscar. So happy to have today as my guest. He is an ex-New York City resident, now lives in Portland, but tours all over the U.S., he is an absolutely hysterical gay comic. He's blowing up on TikTok and Instagram social media, getting one pl- like one million plus views on most of his videos, talking about his therapist and his family, <laughs> which is hysterical, by the way. Please welcome Connor Smith. Hey, thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> I hate intros so much. You does, don't does anyone like them? No, no. So. Uh, we here at O Oscar, and by we, I mean myself and I, because I don't have a production crew, but we here are going to be doing things a a little differently going forward. Uh, We're going to be incorporating some new segments, some fun stuff. We're going to start with two truths and a lie. So you got to tell me two truths and a lie, and I, along with our audience, will take a few minutes and guess which one is the lie. Okay, so two truths and a lie. Yeah. Um, okay. I have competed in triathlons. Okay. I have never been in a long-term relationship. Okay. And I trained at a professional wrestling school. I mean, I'm not going to lie here, but as a homosexual, I can see all of those things being true. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's two truths and a lie. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm good at this. <laughs> all right. To recapture, you've trained for a triathlon, right? Yeah. And then you've never been in a long-term relationship. Yep. And you are a... I uh, trained at a pro wrestling school. Trained at a pro wrestling school. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the lie is you've trained at a pro wrestling school. That is the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth. Okay. So I've got two more. I'm going to say the lie is, oh my God, don't tell me you've never been in a long-term relationship. That is the truth. You've... God, you suck at this. I do suck at this. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine me on dates? Oh my God. I'm awful at this. (laughs) So the lie is you have 
I've uh, never competed in a triathlon. And the reason never... and the reason I haven't is because this is a little embarrassing. Um, I've never learned how to ride a bike. You've never learned how to ride a bike? My, my parents failed on that one big time. And then I, can I teach you how to ride a bike? No, I've had so I've had friends try to do this as an adult. Like they, we've literally like been in the city. Like we went and got like the city bike. Yeah, and went out to Bushwick, and yeah. I just, I just, I looked and felt like I was four. Okay, and I was just like, I no, I just feel like that ship has sailed. And plus, I really like walking. So, have you ever tried like doing a stationary bike first? I mean, like a, at a gym, yeah. yeah. Stationary bike, yeah, but then okay, so you know how to ride a bike. Uh, yeah, technically. I mean, you once go. you take the training wheels off, all bets are off. And yeah, I mean, yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, like you know how to ride a bike. I mean, I, I, if you if you put me into like a, a class at a gym, I mean, I'm not going to just sit there like I need help. Right. I, I don't need the instructor to come and like. So push you're forward. halfway there. I'm. The I'm, only thing you need now is a mobile bike. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So you've never learned how to ride a bike, and is biking part of part, a biking is part of a triathlon, but, yeah. isn't it? Bike run swim. Oh, that sounds exhausting. It it would be. I mean, very healthy, but sounds exhausting. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you have been in a long term. I was going to say, you have been in a long term. I feel like I remember your boyfriend. Yeah. You are in a long term. You currently are. I haven't been. I have not. Um, I've not been in a relationship in a long time, but I have been in one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You have one. All right. Literally, like, this was when Obama was president. <laughs> first term. But I have been in one. <laughs> All right, we're going to go and talk about some uh, trending topics. All right. First trending topic is that Jonah Hill has filed a petition to legally change his name. Did you know this? To, so his real name is Jonah Hill Feldstein. So, and so he Jewish, is now right? just changing it to Jonah Hill. I think he should just change it to Jews. <laughs> Are you Jewish? Yes. I mean, You're I'm, Jewish? I'm, I mean, I'm a dropout Jew. I got kicked out of Hebrew school when I was a kid, but I, I, I was raised Jewish. Your mother's Jewish then? No, so not like officially. My dad is Jewish. My mom is Catholic. And they basically was like, you know, do you want to go Catholic or do you want to go Jew? Flip a coin. Heads Catholic. Tails Jew. It landed on tails. <laughs> so we went, we went that way. Yeah. I mean, where do you think like the neuroticism comes from? Oh. Okay. I mean, it, it all makes sense, right? I guess. I don't know. My boyfriend's Jewish and... He's not neurotic? I don't think so. Is he a unicorn? I feel like that's just like ingrained in the DNA with us. Well, define neurotic. Just to like in your head a lot. Oh, like, yeah. Like like Jack Nicholson and As Good As It Gets. That's a very dated reference, I know, but... Jack Nicholson and As Good As... I don't know. Maybe. I'm really glad we covered Jonah Hill on that one. <laughs> That just went on a huge well, tangent. Well, you know what, though? I mean, listen, going back to that, I will say uh, I use a different name than my actual name. Yeah. You know? I use it because, A, it's a lot easier to pronounce, Oscar Aiden. And also, uh, like, you know, when I've had to actually have a job, like I have an actual job, they, I, I, I don't want people to research me. That, Although somehow people still find me, and that, that's fine. But it's not like I'm putting it out there for them to see. I'm just out there, and then if they see it, they see it. That's exactly why I changed mine because, like my my legal name is very very unique. Yeah, and if you type it in Google, I will be the first thing that comes up. Literally, so I just said, all right, I want the most generic white boy 
slash fuckboy name possible. Yeah, that's hot. And Connor Smith. Yeah. There you go. I mean, you're OnlyFans ready. I I mean, if this doesn't work out. Next topic. All right. So Archie McPhee. Who is that? A, so Archie McPhee is a company that sells novelties. Okay. And they have come out with a line of candy canes in flavors bacon, mac and cheese, butter, brisket, hot dog, kale, faux, oh. or is it pho, shiitake mushroom, Caesar salad, oh. ketchup, pickle, Stop. sour cream and chive, and uh, sardine. What the hell is going on in America today? Okay. I am not going to lie, but a bacon-flavored candy cane, I'm okay. That is That may actually show up uh, in my stockings. That's one out of the 15 butter, that you just mentioned. Butter? But, oh, that's super that's hot. That's Who does not love a stick of fucking butter? I, man, some of those- Brisket? Like, no. Oh, no. No, some of those like the sardine. Whoever suggested whatever mac and cheese, whatever executive suggested the sardine one. (laughs) I can't decide if their punishment should be life without parole or death by lion. And I'm leaning towards the second. Yeah, but I kind of have to say though, mac and cheese, butter, bacon, pickle, sour cream, and chive. But see, I would rather Think of just... it this way. This is actually technically the best gay diet you could ever have. Oh, no, but see, I'm one of those gays that eats carbs. Yeah, see, this is probably the best gay diet ever because <laughs> all of these are te- all of these are candy canes, but they're flavored in the things that gays can rarely eat. Like mac and cheese, butter, hot dogs. It's just we- Sour cream. We're just going to continue to torture ourselves, though. God, yeah. I mean, honestly, this was invented for gay people. Gay men. This was invented for gay men. Not this gay man, but the rest of you can have this. I'm going to have the real thing. Do you eat carbs? I do. I do. That's because you're young. It's true. This is is what happens when you're 25. Shut up, Connor. All right. uh, So, Connor, what was your first gay experience? I guess... You could consider this gay, like, subconsciously was when I was four. Uh-huh. And um, my mom, as she tells this story, um, came into the living room, and I was watching WWE with my pearls around her neck, stark naked, and apparently, as she put it, I had the biggest direction she'd ever seen in her entire life. When you were four. When I was four. My dad hates it when I repeat this story, by the way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with I'm thinking the pearls set it off. The pearls set it I mean, yeah. I think the whole thing set it off. Yeah, but like, I mean, kids watch WWE. Not like that. Not with pearls. <laughs> and, and, and probably not naked either. I don't know. You're four. Yeah, the, the pearls were definitely, you know. Yeah. Like, if I probably was watching it with my mother's dress on and high heels, she probably would have been like, okay. Yeah. No more questions. 
<laughs> you know what? Let's just start them in those acapella singing classes now. Yeah. So that was your first gay experience, the yep. wrestling. Wow. Now, did you continue to watch wrestling after that or no? I, I did. Did your parents let you watch it? They let me watch it. My dad um, took me to WrestleMania when I was like nine. They, there was one year I was at like Madison Square Garden. And my dad is like a tuck your jeans into your t shirt, into your. Tuck your shirt into your jeans kind of a guy. Tuck your shirt into your jeans or underwear? Probably both. I mean, like, basically, he just, he's very square. Yeah. And very white. And he sat in, like, a sea of mullets for three and a half hours. And, like, with each passing year, I'm like, that was good parenting. Yeah. I mean, he really took one for the team on that one. And little did he know that you were actually... Little did you know that I was hard the entire time. Yeah. But. Yeah. We're going to move on to our next segment, and that is Disappointed. Connor, would you like to share one or two embarrassing, wild, crazy hookup stories? Sure. Right. Okay. So this was my last week in New York City. So this is about six years ago. And at that point, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. So... Um, I was, I was chubby at that point. I've never had like a weight problem, but I was like depressed and I was, I was chubby and I hooked up with this guy who spoke no English. I spoke, I speak words of Spanish. So we met at a club. We're literally like Google translated to each other after we go to like a corner, like with our phones and we're, you know, like figuring this out. And I go back to his place and he is, you know, Dirty talking, as you do, in Spanish, so I don't really understand it. Ooh, it's kind of hot Um So, and again, I don't really understand Spanish, but in the middle of it, I do understand gordito. What is that? Fat. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's calling me fat in the middle of sex. Are you sure he wasn't referring to your ass or dick? Possibly, but I got super in my head about it. Now, what were you doing when he called you Gordito? Uh, <laughs> also, this is a very I, Gordito. I, it is kind of a very cute way of someone calling someone fat. It but, is, but but like I didn't at that point. I was in denial. Gordito. I was in denial that I was fat. So the fact that this guy called me Gordito, I'm like, oh, this is this but is now. now see, like a lot of people, you never know. What if he was calling you ass fat? Like, what were you doing in the moment where he called you Gordito? What do you think we were doing? Right, but who was who was doing what? Was he like behind you? Were you behind him? Were I you on top of him? Was he on top of you? I think he was behind me. He was behind you. Yeah. So he was not are you sure he was not referring to your ass? It's possible. Because I mean, you know, there is the fat and then there's the fat. But it's possible that this was like a Serena fantasy that he had, which like I and I, I do have a big ass for a white guy. So. Yeah, you kinda you got you got you got a, a bakery back there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like whale watching. It's sort of like you have to wait for a while and then it just comes to the surface like, and then comes back down and then you have to wait a little bit. But, I you hate know, you it... so much. I hate <laughs> you so much. You know what? That's what a gay man does. They make a reference to their ass through nature. <laughs> it's like a God. David Attenborough documentary yeah. At, yeah. at all times. Wait, so he was behind you? Yes. Okay, so there is a possibility that, what was his name? Oh, Do you God, remember? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, we know. We never ask names. Um, <laughs> he did give me his name, but at this like, it, it, yeah. yeah. So we'll probably let's just say like John and John. Juan, yeah. Okay, Juan. 
So let's just say that Juan was behind you. Yeah. And you heard him say gordito. Yeah. And you assumed that it, he was talking about you. I assumed he had like a, a chubby fetish. And? And I just, I mean, it continued. But at that point, it, we did the deed and I left. But I was just like, oh, God, I got to do something about this. So because a man who you didn't understand was calling you a word that you think may be referring to your body versus his your ass, which technically he was behind you, you went and started a diet? Doesn't this sound like the neuroses of a gay man? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, but... Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, like, I... Nine I under- times out of ten, I don't even listen to what they're saying. <laughs> Like, I, I understand that ninety anyone who is not a gay man in a major metropolitan area will listen to this and think that this is absolutely insane, and it is, but there's also going to be a decent number of people who go, oh, yeah, I would have done that, too. Like, gay men in New York will understand what I'm talking about here. I think... Maybe not this one. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so another one. This happened uh, two months ago. Uh, so I was in Europe, and I uh, was on vacation, and I met a guy in, this is in Portugal, I met a guy who also, it turned out he was a stand-up comedian in Lisbon, and so it was an awkward date because, and like, I, I hate to say this, but like, he was a terrible comedian, <laughs> and like, and, and and like on the first date, like he he invited me to come watch one of his shows. And and like here's the thing, don't invite me to something that you do unless you're good at it. You know what? My boyfriend said the same thing. He's like, I would not be with my. He would. He said he's like, I would not be with Oscar if he wasn't funny. Well, that's the thing. Like if I if I am dating somebody and they work in an office. I don't get to see what they do, so I just in my head I assume they're good at it. Right. You know, you're like you're the best. IT guy in the world. Yeah. Because I don't get to actually see whether or not you're good at IT. Yeah. But if you tell me you're a comedian and I get to see it and you suck at it, and then also like... How do you know he sucked though? Do you, cause... Because no one laughed. I didn't laugh. And then when we were we went out... Well, you didn't understand him. Oh, no. This, this is an English... He's, he's from Belgium originally. So he, oh. this was an English comedy show in Portugal. No one laughed at it. And then we went out for drinks after and like... Okay, so the audience may not understand this. Comedians do this thing that some of them that drives me fucking crazy where it's like, we'll go out for drinks and it's not a conversation. It's like they're trying out bits on me. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have been guilty of doing that with some of my friends in the past, but okay, maybe in the present as well. However, (laughs) but I would never do it on a date, I think. And so, like, he. Because I'm always afraid of that. I never knew. I never wanted. When I was dating, I never really told anybody that I did stand up comedy until, like, after a few dates. Not only did this guy keep trying bits on me that were horribly unfunny, he kept showing me his reels. And I, like, like, while we're. And I literally at one point had to say, like, I don't want to see your reels. I'm really sorry. Like, put the phone away. Is he hot? He was, was he, very hot. So, was like, I, I was willing to put up a, with a lot here because I was probably never going to see this person again. That's a gay man for so, you. So, um, look, I'm not in the country. I'm not in the continent for much longer. So, in any event, we um, we go back to his place. I'm sorry. We go back to my place. And um, I knew that he was, like, a little drunk. But I was like, okay, you know. And then all of a sudden, the al- like the, all the alcohol from that night 
seem to just hit him in one swoop because like we get up the stairs and suddenly he's like stumbling and just like not together but i'm like you know what we are dragging this over the line i don't care this is like the buffalo and oregon trail i'm just like let's go and this is connor's version of a triathlon this i I, literally felt like i was running a triathlon just getting him into the bed like from the door yeah and at this point i had already kind of accepted that you know just based on his state this is going to be a fairly lackluster hookup but like all right we're gonna do this and then (laughs) i've never told anyone this um so he's behind me there's like a there's like a full-length mirror here and so we're looking at a we're looking at we're looking at what's happening right and but the trend here is that you are a bottom yes okay which people don't assume off the top but no pun intended but um <laughs> that was pretty good um <laughs> Connor don't try bits on me <laughs> see is what I'm talking about I know about. We're, we're all guilty of it but yeah. uh so he's behind me and then all of a sudden. <laughs> I can see him yawning, like, in the middle of it. Homeboy is yawning. And I literally look at him, and I'm like, are you yawning right now? And he doesn't respond. And then I look at him again, I'm like, you know, from the mirror, I'm like, are you okay? And he's not responding. And I'm like, okay, is he lucid? And then he, like... He was hard? I Yeah, he was hard. But then, like, he lied, but then all of a sudden, he, like... Pulls out, lies back, and then just falls asleep. And I'm thinking, cool, here's this dude in my bed. I'm going to have to deal with this for the night. Fun. And then, thank God, he woke up like 10 minutes later, and he's like, oh, man, like, I got to go. And I literally had that, you know, I looked like Tina Fey, Mean Girls. I'm like, yeah, go home. Like, it was just one of those. I was like, this is, this is not okay. But, like, that was also how I knew I had come fairly far just in terms of like how I view myself in the world. Cause like if that had happened two years ago or three years ago, I would have been devastated. I would have, I would, I would have like blamed myself for it. I would have been like, I am so bad in bed that I literally made this guy yawn and fall asleep. Whereas now I'm like, Oh, he's out of his mind drunk. It's okay. Yeah. It's always everyone else's fault. It's, (laughs) it is always everyone else's fault. Oh, would you like to share another hookup do, story or I, no? I could do one more. Okay, sure. Why not? Let's go. Okay. So this one is more funny than anything. So, okay, good. Okay. I'm not going to mention- The others were funny, by the way. Thank I you. I just want you to know that. Um, okay. So this one, I'm not going to mention the company, but I will say that at one point I worked for a fairly large company on a major sporting event in New York City. And um, I was at my hotel- and I ordered a grinder hookup, as you do at, the, at these things. You know, yeah. I, was, I was in like a hotel in like the middle of nowhere in New York, and I was just like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta make this happen." So the guy comes over, and uh, in the middle of us hooking up, my boss calls, and I'm like, "No, this this can wait." And then my boss calls again, I'm like, "This can wait." And then third time in a row, I mean, like, back to back to back. So I'm thinking, like, all right, this is actually, like, there's got to be, like, some sort of, like, PR emergency or something. So I tell the guy, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to take this call right now. Yeah. So I pick up the phone, and my boss is like, so I just wanted to talk. It was, like, nothing. And I'm just sitting there going, like, oh, my God, how do I end this call 
Like, what do I do? This is so annoying. She's going to babble for like 45 minutes. I've got this guy here. And then while I'm on the phone with my boss, this guy starts blowing me. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm kind of I'm trying to listen to her, trying to, like, engage with him. And I don't know what to do. And just with the absurdity of the situation, I just started laughing. And then the guy gets so pissed. And look, I, I understand. Like, if, if you are blowing someone, the response should not be laughter. Yeah. And that is, that's an accurate. And that is an accurate. And assumption. It, it had nothing to do with him. I was just like, oh my God, I'm getting a blowjob while I'm on a phone call with my boss about like some work related matter. This is insane. And he got so angry that he left. Like, literally, just like got up. He's like, I'm going to go and just, you know, walks. <laughs> So now, and like I was already like this close to quitting my job, and it's like now I'm really quitting. Like you just like ruined this for me. Oh yeah, that's that's a reason to quit. And I put I I literally put in my two week notice shortly after that. Oh yeah, I didn't say that in my exit interview with HR. That would have been a fun exit interview. That would have been the best exit interview yeah. ever. But yeah. I didn't. I just want you to know. The reason why I'm leaving X, Y, Z is that my manager prevented me from rising to the occasion. Is there anything that we should know about your boss? Uh, she's a cock block? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, all right, Connor, we are going to move on to the next portion of the episode, uh, podcast, and that is the Gay DHD Wheel of Q&A. We're going to spin, okay. and we're going to answer a few questions, okay? So cute. okay? I know. Isn't it adorable? Like okay, this. and uh, spin it. All right, question number two. Okay. If you could lose your virginity to any celebrity, who would it be and why? If I could lose my virginity to any celebrity, who would it be and why? Okay, so I... I guess I have to put myself back to the time period where, like, it would have been appropriate for me to lose my virginity, not, like, now as yeah. a 36-year-old. 30-year-old. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with 36. 30. Okay, next. Keep going. Okay. Um, okay. So this is – it would be a toss-up between two. Um, so the lead singer of Our Lady Peace – this band that I had a huge crush on the lead singer back in the day. Rain Maida, I think is his name. Don't know who that is. And then Henry Rollins. Okay, I can see the Henry Rollins. Because, like, Woof. someone who just, like, throws you around the room and has, like, a lot of anger but also writes poetry and stuff, that, that's a very, like, high school-appropriate crush. Do you know who I always wanted to lose my virginity to? Who? Brian Austin Green. Ooh! From 90210. I'm glad you didn't say Seth Green. That's a uh, much different... Oh, God, no. <laughs> Ugh. No, Brian Austin Green. Oh, my God. So... Yeah. Yeah. I support that. Well, like when I was in high school and of age, if I would have done it, I would have I would have been like, Brian Austin Green, you coming home with me, daddy, because he woof. There was just something about him. He was hot back in the day. He was hot back in the day. I wasn't really attracted to any of like the Backstreet Boys or InSync members. None of them really did it for me. No, I, I've never really been attracted to pretty. And like they're all very... They are all very attractive, or were yeah. very attractive at that time. But like, it was too pretty. It was too much like hair gel, and yeah. you know, like perfect yeah. outfit, and it just yeah. yeah. All right, spin it again. Okay. 
spin a little bit harder, Connor. For real? Okay. Yes. It can take a beating. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lord. Uh, all right. Question number four. Okay. Uh, if you could pursue any career where you didn't have to have any experience besides comedy, what would it be? And you would be very successful at it. Probably, probably a musician. Something, something involving touring. Whether it be like a professional athlete or a musician, or something that's like on the road. Really? Yeah, I think so. Because like I played, I played um, tennis competitively growing up, and I was never you know close to good enough. I played college, but I was never good enough to go pro. Yeah. And I played one pro tournament and lasted like forty minutes, and that was my professional career. <laughs> but um, I think had I been good enough, I would have done that. Yeah. Um, I think soccer for me. Well, now we know why. Oh, God, I've always wanted a soccer body. I've always, as a kid, I wanted to have a soccer body. Yep. And I've always said this, and I'll say it again. I do not have that. I have a body that herds goats in Afghanistan. <laughs> Stop. That is what I have. <laughs> yeah. My body is meant to sell camels outside of the market in Egypt. That is my body. But your body brings money. If that's the case. Yeah. Brings all these humps to the yard. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Spin Christ. it again. Let's go. Number 10. Okay. If you had a biopic, what would the movie title be called? I mean, my, my, my name is now, it's going to porn. Um, so the name of my I'll give you the name of my nem, of my memoir. Yeah. The name of my memoir is going to be The Naked Tennis Instructor and other and other weird jobs I've had. Okay. Um if I were going to do a porn title name, it would just be Rock Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. They're all stupid. Have you, have you, have you ever heard of a porn title name where you're like, oh, that is brilliant and insightful, and this is going to be groundbreaking cinema? They're all yes. dumb. There has to be some good... Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. No, no, no. So porn title names, I will say. So there, there's this thing called the the Gavian Awards, which is like the Academy Awards for porn. And funny porn Movie titles. Oh, I'll give you one right now. So the Gavian Awards, they used to do this thing where, you know, they were, they would release all the categories, but then they would release best title yeah. like a week early. And most of the categories had four or five names. This one had 20. And they were all completely just like off. The, this had to be the most fun board meeting ever where they're just like sitting around throwing yeah. these out there. The one that won one year, I forget the name of it. or I forget the name of the year, but the title that won was... Does this dick make my ass look fat? Does this dick? That? That was the name of the movie. Does, does this, this dick make my ass look fat? I, do, what? Say it again? Does this dick make my ass look fat? That was the name of the porn movie. Yes. And you liked that? Yes. You've never, you've never heard when people say like, you know, honey, does this dress make me look fat? Or does, does this dress make my ass look fat? They're ripping okay. it off that. What about, so I did a search for 
funny porn movie titles. Which apparently was not the one I just threw out there. But okay. Let's, let's hear it. I kind of love this one. Everyone I did last summer. <laughs> that's that's cute. I like that. That's amazing. That's cute. Oceans 11 inches. <laughs> Jesus. Night of the Giving Head. That's funny. <laughs> I just... I, that I, is... That is hysterical. Night of the Giving Head. Uh, the Bone Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Cliff Banger. Cute. <laughs> That's what I got it. You got it. Come on. Breast Side Story. That's... Okay, Breast Side Story is great. That is brilliant. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> any officer and a gen- genital man. Any officer and a genital man. Mm. It's a little long, but it's a pun of an officer and a gentleman. If I, you don't I, know I what think that people is. can figure. I don't think your audience is wearing no. a helmet. I think they could have figured that out. Yeah, my bear lady. <laughs> it's cute, <I> like that. <laughs> the bear bitch project. <laughs> forty gays in forty nights. That's okay. That is. Brilliant. I mean, that's Chelsea. Yeah. Phil Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's outrageous. Okay, that has to be the best porn movie title I have ever heard. Phil Bill is fun. I like that. Phil Bill. (laughs) That's it. We're ending this podcast on Phil Bill. Everyone... Please make sure you check out Connor Smith. Where can they find you? I uh, am on Instagram at Connor Smith Comedy and TikTok at A Funny Thing Happened. There you go. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend, everyone.